From the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond, the Warriors. And who better to talk about the team we love than a bunch of nobodies? Let's go, because this is Warriors Anonymous. Yes, indeed, this is Warriors Anonymous. Welcome along and thank you for joining us on a, a lovely, well, I guess a lovely week of rest for our Warriors. Uh, my name is Jared Cronin. You might notice we're a little bit short staff tonight. <laughs> short staff. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately uh, Moneta Sos still uh, HIA. Um, and uh, also Isaac Sos has, uh, has been stricken with the uh, Oh, I guess a bit of a winter ill or chill or something like that. So I hear it's that deadly man flu. Oh, <laughs> actually, we need to put up the photo that he sent it sent for us, didn't? Um, in the messenger. Uh, where is it? I'll see if I can check it down. <laughs> we do have is that like a photo of him being sick, or is that like a sort of a photo shoot? He's been doing? I thought it looked quite um glamorous to be fair. We'll leave it to the viewers and uh, we'll ask what they think, see if it's uh. If it's uh, a sickness or uh, or, or glamorous, um, mm. but uh, Daniel Fadakura, bro, how are you, man? Oh, good brother, uh, good fun, yeah, um, yeah, just a little bit like the Waz. It's nice to have a, a bit of a break. It's been a uh, yeah, a successful but steady start to the the podcasting season. So it's nice to kind of come into Bywick. Absolutely, and, and speaking of which, uh, speaking of getting a bit of rest there, there we go. Uh, there's, there's a photo that we were sent from uh, from Isaac. Um, yeah, not not doing too well, but uh, I'll leave that up to you. I mean, maybe it's just the lighting looks good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if it's, it's quite Drake-ish or um, actually reminds me of Neo. And that, <laughs> I'm so sick of love songs, so tired of. And he's like in the mountains and it's snowing, you know. And he's got the. <laughs> Oh dear, dear. He's probably, you decide at home. He's, yeah, that's right. You guys decide. Let us know. Um, Isaac's probably going to be like, "Hey, what the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're not here, boy? Sucks. Anyways, we just came through uh, Mother's Day uh, over the weekend, bro. What'd you get up to? Ah, yeah, Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, a bit of a family outing to some high quality New Zealand netball. So, uh, went to the Pulse versus the Mystics. It was one and two. Um, getting to the latter end of the season, and, and the Pulse took it out, which was fantastic. So currently top of the table, uh, I think one and a half rounds to go. So, yeah, there's every chance they get a um, – they should be in the playoffs, but uh, the Pulse, that is, Central Pulse, but um, don't know whether they make it to the final. So that was awesome. Uh, there's a game beforehand, the Central Manawa, who are the, uh, the next uh, tier down in New Zealand netball, and it's also the Wellington team who took out the grand final in the, in the cup game, I guess. So, um, yeah, the Wellington netball region is pretty strong at the moment. So nice. uh, exactly what um, wifey, um, the kid's mum, wanted because she is netball for life. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, nice, bro. That's funny, um, the different sort of eras you go through. I remember it didn't seem like that long ago where I'd sort of, you know, just pray for a, a, a pulse victory at all. Um, they were... They were... <laughs> They were struggling there for a some long time. Some lean years there, bro. Some lean years. Some lean years. Man, oh, man. Um, but uh, but good season doing well. Um, much like our boys, uh, the, the Warriors, they're, uh, they're having a 
hell of a year. Um, we're going to have a look tonight at the game uh, against the Bulldogs, of course, the most recent uh, victory. Got the dub, yeehaw, uh, as well as a few other things uh, in the lead up. Um, also tonight, uh, looking towards the future, the future is bright. Uh, we are going to be mm. chatting to uh, SG Ball Warriors, SG Ball Captain Tanner Stowers Smith. Um, so we're going to get him on and have a bit of a yarn about, you know, what he's up to. Uh, he's also been playing uh, New South Wales Cup footy as well. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see, um, you know, how things, you know, how things are going in the, the reserve grade, and um, yeah, we have a, a pretty yeah, decent overview as to, to what's going on. So um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Looking forward to that one. But um, but bro, um, last week, of course, um, yeah, there was there were all of the uh, there was all the uproar, not uproar, maybe. Um, publicity shall we say mm. uh, about the uh, the comments from jason paris great new zealander uh, and also uh, ceo of uh, one new zealand so bro was what was the support like in new zealand for um for you know for what he was saying oh huge support um i guess voicing that um being a stakeholder of the game but potentially untouchable potentially just slightly out of reach from sanction. Um, I know there's various things being touted around, but it was look. I think it was just a, the opportunity to highlight the inconsistencies across the game as well, um, and probably yeah, just put voice to it, highlight it, put it in the spotlight more for. And I keep coming back to it. I just don't think that they go out of their way to deliberately cheat the Warriors. But it's an un- unconscious bias towards Warriors and lower base teams or with lower, less profile players to kind of in the 50 50s to kind of side with the better team or the team that tends to dominate as well. So I think it's just a good reminder that you just got to take those things out of it and you just got to call the play as it is. And, and they're never going to get it 100% right. But you just want more often than not, you want to, to see the right call made. So, yeah, so I think it obviously gathered a lot of support. Um, but the, I think the key thing is probably how uh, the team responded as well. So did you catch much of the the coverage in the chat from where, well, how Webby and Tohu saw saw that? Yeah, yeah, I, I caught a little bit of that um, just in terms of, you know, I, I thought they played it pretty well in terms of, and, and Cam George as well saying, you know, this is, this is our sponsor's opinions. This is not the club's opinions. It was like, hmm. I see you. I see you. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that, um, you know, what, how they approach things from in the club and pretty much how they've been doing it all year, to be fair. Um, I know that Webby was, was joking a little bit um, week before last about getting people to chip in for the old... Uh, you know, pay the fine. <laughs> I saw a lot of yeah. people would, were actually doing that, trying to set up. Yep. What was it? Uh, go find Give me a little. Go <laughs> Give me. a little. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I guess yeah, uh, bro. Did you did you think that? Let's see. Did the comments help the level of refereeing in our game uh, with the Bulldogs? Do you think? No, the. The lesser team of the Bulldogs helped us mm. uh, as well, I reckon. So, again, you know, and it's just highlighted by uh, individual players making mistakes. So, the first kick, and when we get into the game, but, you know, the first bomb we received, the the debutant 
on uh, the wing there, you know, wanting to do well, put pressure on for the dogs, but pressure caught chance in the air as well. So that that's just, I mean, that's an easy thing, right? Like a, a like a no brainer. But it's one of those things where, you know, no disrespect. To I thought that guy played pretty well, but you know, the heat of the kind of coming into the new game, new grey, wanted to do well, overexcited, enthusiastic, you know, made mistakes. So I think. I still think that I still stick by the fact that sometimes it's just that if you play smarter and play better, you're going to get, you know, the rub of the green as well. And that was probably just an indication where, you know, the right call was made and um, it's just an indication of the level of the player versus, you know, not the, the profile of the player, you know, because mm. we've talked about it a bit as well. And even seen you keep seeing at the weekend, you know, the, the trail mitts of the world just, feel like they're a little bit he's a little bit uh, above the game now maybe wasn't a few years ago with his reputation um and he can kind of push things to the level of the law but they just they just hold back because of the profile sure um now the well going into the game there's a couple of um i guess a couple of interesting selections uh obviously we went with freddie lussick our guy um starting again at the second week in a row um, I, 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 I like it. I think it's working yeah. well. Um, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on, on that and how it went against Bulldogs? Oh man, I think it's for now, it's the perfect opportunity. And two, and two reasons why I think we said last week, I think Freddie's just playing that well, that he's just commanding to be, to change up what the early game plan was to have a, um, another second, uh, this, the, a hooker to play 80 minutes or at least 70-ish odd minutes and have a short spell with uh, a non-recognized hooker. But I think he's playing that well. He's actually found a way of taking the sting out of the game, competing hard defensively um, at the early part of the game, which is then gives way the chance to come in with tied middles and move things around and change the dynamic of attack as well. So it's kind of – I really applaud the Warriors for – adapting on the run with so many situations going on injuries how do you how do you get your quality first grade players out there as well so yeah for now it's working really well you know it might change when you know you get a full complement of the troops back as well but um yeah they're making it work and and, and also you know it's it's reducing egan's workload which mm. is pretty yeah. key yeah absolutely especially the um you know, a lot of the effort plays, you find that a lot of the tackles that he gets in trouble with, uh, you know, when he's fatigued and um, play gets a bit sort of broken up or whatever. And, yeah, so I, I like the fact that they're um, they're managing him. But also, it's cool to basically get to that 20-minute mark within the game. And bang, on comes Wade and on comes Dylan Walker. And it's like, oh, okay. Just gives us that extra, you know, sugar hit, I suppose. Um, but that first half, uh, oh, sorry, one more, one more, uh, interesting, um, selection, actually two parts to this because we brought in, uh, Rocco Berry, um, as a bit of a backline shuffle, obviously it cost you being injured last week. So they decided to bring in Rocco who hadn't played a lot of footy, but what he had played uh, in New South Wales cup, he looked pretty, pretty good. Um, I was interested to see how they were going to work him because, uh, for, the majority, well, I think for all of the seasons so far, Adam Pompey had been stationed as our right side center. So I was interested interested to see if they were going to swap him or, um, or you know, put Barry on the left side, which is his less favored side. But they ended up putting Rocco on the right side, Pompey over to the left, 
what did you see from those two guys after that adjustment? Yeah, like to be honest, I like I probably didn't focus on the switch of sides as much. Um, probably not clever enough to understand the, the nuances based on the skill set as well. But I guess what I saw was, um, yeah, both had fair. Well, I think Pompey, you know, you know, he's had another consistent game as well. Uh, you know, strong in the strong in the carry, uh, defensively, you know, pretty sound. Um, and he actually made some pretty good positive decisions as well on attack um, or also on defence to to turn things around too. So um, showed a bit of nice bit of gas as well. Um, so you know, becoming defensively and just all round sound at the moment. Um, and to Rocco Berry's point, look, I think he had a uh, again a, a solid game without being spectacular. A good game to come back into grade as well, first grade. Um, mostly, and again, I, I, I have to look like the vision back again around how we, who, how we conceded that second try. Um, but yeah, I thought he was, um, he was pretty good, and I think he had the benefit of playing a team equally, probably not at the level in terms of their, well, sure their best, but um, you know, not not sort of how would you put it, outstanding uh, world world renowned centres, mm. um, and also. Um, uh, a back five where he didn't have to do as much work as well because the boys, uh, the one, two, and three, uh, mm. so one, two, and five, they did the work, man. Like mm. that was, you know, um, people give Blocker a lot of shit, but he actually spotted something which he just thought these three are the hardest running back three in the competition. And it just showed they just got a roll on. So for Rocco, it was, yeah, it was a nice entry back in. It was it was a weird feeling uh, before the game. Blocker comes on, he's like standing there about ten meters away from the Bulldogs warming up, and he's there and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Warriors to win this one." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> First of all, he's standing right by the opposition, and he just was like, "Nah, I reckon the, the Warriors are going to get it." So I was like, "Oh, okay, there's there's something different there already." Um, and and we did look we looked pretty efficient in that first half, eighteen nil lead at the you know at Oranges. Um, what impressed you most about the first 40? I think just the, the, the control that we had as well. Um, you know, we, we didn't make many errors. Um, we completed our sets in the right part of the field, what we were doing all season. Um, kicking game was, was pretty strong. Um, and then we, we actually defensively put, well, from an attacking point of view, we, saw opportunities and we took opportunities as well mm. so you know we weren't afraid we obviously saw that um Pyramid might have been in the line made a tackle so he wasn't back to sweep Johnson sees it straight away Grubber kicks through executes as well how many halves you know going around at the moment or find feet in those situations mm. as well execute a great kick through you know on second or third tackle just just knowing that the opportunities here eyes up played that so yeah, we just looked really controlled, really settled. And then, you know, off the back of just awesome carries getting out of there as well um, with the back three. Um, just like a three-punch combo, man. It was just, you know, I, thought, I can't remember who started it. It was maybe, it was uh, Chance, Dylan, Monty, back to Chance. Like, it was, I think one said they rolled 50. It was that impressive yeah, <laughs> as well. So, you know, love that. Adam was just terrorizing in the middle. And as you said... You know, twenty minutes in, you you bring some some fresh legs and some fresh creativity. Mm, that's right. 
Uh, and part of that creativity was a beautiful, beautiful short ball from Dylan Walker to you know, Adam Fenor Blake. Um, first off, uh, Adam Fenor Blake, there's, there's a bit of chat around him at the moment in terms of, you know, uh, where he's sitting in, um, you know, in the pecking order of the top props in the game. Uh, even yeah. some people, you know, asking about, you know, potentially origin, um, <laughs> which kind of selfishly, you know, kind of selfishly hope he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it'd be awesome for him, obviously. But, um, but yeah, what are you th- thinking about Adam and his, you know, where he sits among the game's elite at the moment? Oh, he's definitely in the in the top couple, really, isn't he? I mean, I think it's fair to say from a, from a, just a pure skills and attributes and genetics perspective, Payne Haas leads the way, you know. I think they reckon he can literally be an 80-minute prop. Um, if he wanted to, but they they don't tend to put him out for eighty, and they might put him up for sixty five or seventy. So, and the way he's playing is, is leading the way. But Adam's not far off. I think you've had yeah a few of the bigger men. I wouldn't say fail at the moment, but they're not necessarily reaching the heights. But there's a lot of good big men out there. You look at the Raiders, you look at the Roosters, obviously you look at the Panthers as well. But yeah, Adam's got to be in f- current form. Uh, an impact of the team that he's having in his side, yeah, he's definitely going to be in the top three or four. Eh? Mm. He's he's so hard to defend, eh? Like, mm. um, as time is going by, you're noticing a bit more of that subtlety in the footwork that he's doing, and just his, his little, you know, he'll take a couple of steps back and swing around on the defender, and you know, they they've kind of got their systems on how to try and tackle a guy, and then Adam just comes in and just completely, you know, flips it on them. They're like how do I tackle this dude? And then all of a sudden, you know, he's managed to like backtrack for an extra five, 10 meters, you know, but, um, but you know, he's, he's looking awesome. Um, not so awesome. Perhaps I guess was the second half in comparison to the first. Uh, what was, what was not going right um, in that stanza? Oh, I think there's a, yeah, a whole host of things eh, that, um, well, I guess you'd say didn't, go as smoothly um and it was at times at risk of letting them back in the game in a big way Mm. um we were probably fortunate enough they didn't have the quality to do so as well um there were a couple of kind of scary moments though Mm. um and the right calls we made as well coming back to you know consistency of refereeing you know it was a very consistent uh, performance i reckon because you know the right calls were made in situations but Mm. yeah it's one of those ones you, we 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 did enough to win the game against this team, but we, you know, I think I put in my notes maybe we didn't think that the game was done until about the last four or five minutes, you know. And in theory, the way we'd played, in, you know, in an ideal world, we'd come out, we've got another two tries, and we put the game to bed at, with twenty to go, you know. Mm. Um, and saying that the whole NRL, most of the season, most games have been decided in the last four or five minutes anyway. So the fact that we already completed that task was good. But, yeah, they just limped home, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Uh, including uh, Ronald Volkman, who, uh, not quite limped, but um, how about a compound fracture in your bloody finger to, uh, you know, to play on with? No, uh, no, no extra, um, you know, medical uh, needles or anything. He was just like, no, nah, just tape it up and... Don't look at it. <laughs> but um, did you but, see? Um, did you see the chat about um, about what he was thinking in that situation as well? His through one of his men. Could have called him a mentor, someone that would have given him a bit of shit 
at the club for Jazz. making him harder, <laughs> him harder up. So it was he harder than him up quite a bit because uh, yeah, he just uh, yeah hats off to to the young fella as well. Um, and I love the post match as well when they just talked about how he was just carrying on about it as well. The try, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was really happy for him. I thought he had a really solid game, um, and and actually, you know he actually provided that foil to Shawnee, you know, because, mm. you know, I think, I think the issue we'd had with uh, Dylan, obviously a couple of issues, him not being in the middle and doing what he does, but at the same time, not really being a credible last play option as well. So you could just load up on Shawnee. Um, but Volky was, yeah, he was there. He was available to, to, you know, kick ball in, make plays. Um, and how good was that try? Oh yeah. And like, what do you think that does, you know, for like a shot of confidence for the young guy, like it's like, you know what, I can I can do this, bro. Like I can do this at the top level. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's really um, really exciting. Um, good to see some confidence for him, um, and and even um, Rocco as well, Rocco Berry. Um, just thought, you know, from from what had happened to you know last year um, with the ups and downs and, and the downs and the downs. Um, good to see him getting a little bit of uh, positivity going. Um, one more question before you uh, bounce. Um, go chat to Tanner. Um, how big is it? How big is this win for the team heading into the bye? Huge, man. I, I think for various levels, you know, it was uh, touted as a must win to confirm how the start of the season and, and, and the level that the team have been playing at as well. Because, you know, we always go on about this. These, you know, doggies are a team in growth mode, and you know they're plenty of injuries themselves and finding their way. And you know, and well, yeah, I think we all know in the next four or five years there will be a, a team to be reckoned with the way that they're set up. But you, we just have to beat teams like that to be serious. Um, considering you come off the back of three losses to teams that you know on paper historically are above us, so you know to beat them, which is great. To beat them also knowing that shit we're running on empty as well, you know, um, was very, very important just to get that two points. And then Eden just reinforced, you know, mentally going ability to go into the buy, freshen up, know you've got two points next week, and then know you can have a real hot, red hot crack at a, a you know, let's be honest, a, a Brisbane team that will be short five or six of their best players, mm. you know, that just should just give a massive boost of confidence and energy to the whole squad. Yeah. And with the, I, you know, I guess with a couple of weeks off, you could have a look at what the Newcastle Knights did and uh, do a week in Bali. It, it really pays I off. think it was just Bradman best though, in the end, to be <laughs> it was fair. Just him. It, yeah. They, I think it started like the whole team's going and then I think a few players dropped off, dropped off, dropped off. And, you know, um, and rightly so, they had a bloody good win against the, uh, a Titans, you just never know what you're going to get with the Titans, eh? Um, lots of chocolates. Lots of chocolates, man. We'll talk about it a bit later. Um, but, yeah, uh, great to get. It felt like a four-point win, really, for us. Yeah, sort of sets us up as well. We've got a good stretch coming up after um, you know, after the bye. Um, so, uh, also in the New South Wales Cup, uh, we had our Warriors uh, score a 14-all draw against the Bulldogs. Uh, really uh, interesting game, mm. that one. Uh, obviously close. Um, and so next game, they've got a bye, and, and the team remains uh, still in third spot. So, um, yeah, um, I guess, yeah, a, a good sort of result. But um, 
We're going to chat to someone in just a moment who was involved in that game um, yeah. to see uh, how the boys are feeling after that. Uh, and that is Tennis Dowell Smith. So we'll chat to him in uh, just a couple of moments here on Warriors Anonymous. All right, welcome back. As promised, we are chatting to Warriors SG Ball captain, Tennis Dowell Smith. Hey, Ro, thanks so much for uh, for jumping on tonight, man. How are you going? Nah, nah. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, been good tonight. I eh? just chill one, so glad to be here. Yeah, good stuff, man. Now, um, you, uh, you, you've obviously joined the New South Wales Cup side in recent times. Uh, but also, um, probably even more exciting for the Warriors Anonymous <laughs> members, uh, is that you became a member of Warriors Anonymous. Bro, how, what made you uh, make that decision? <laughs> Oh, what are you I thinking? Know <laughs> I don't even know. I think I just seen the page um on my Facebook somewhere or something like that. Um I was like, Oh, why not? Might as well join it. Hey, <laughs> I just um I somehow randomly found it, I think, and then um I was like, might as well just request it and... It must have been all the positive chat that we have about the fellas, the brothers playing, you know, all love, no hate. That's how we roll, brother. Yeah, exactly. Eh? Yeah, man. Hey, so um, awesome opportunity, bro, to be captain of the first SG Ball team, bro. So, uh, how's this season been uh, for you, taking the reins? Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised. Um, being um captain, I mean, I went into trainings and that, just trying to do my best and stuff. Um, but especially being a new kid in that, from um, crushes, just not really knowing anyone in the team, but um. Yeah, I was learning a lot over the preseason with the NRL squad, so I was kind of just um, taking my learnings and trying to apply it down there with those boys. And um, yeah, it just kind of turned out well. And um, now it was, it was a real good experience to be captain as well. Um, so it was, um, it was like a new experience as well, just kind of having the captaincy on my back, especially for a um, kind of like a higher team. But no, I loved every second of the day. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Um, and you come from a bit of a proud league family, bro. So tell us about your, your great-grandfather. Yeah, so um, great-grandfather, he's Pat Smith. Um, he's an old Kiwi, obviously, but... Um, legend, yeah. Yeah, he's a legend of the game stuff, so that's probably where I get a bit of my, my league background from, on that side, but... Yeah, brother, yeah. Uh, and just touched on before, uh, Christchurch. So we, was that where you grew up, bro? And, um, you know, what was your journey like getting into this Warriors pathway? Yeah, so, yeah, I was born and raised there. Um, went back and forth from Australia just as young as the earthquakes and that hit. Came back around, I think it was year seven, I think, and then just, yeah, went through high school in Christchurch and was just playing um, first thing rugby. Um, just played there for two years and was was only really playing rugby, I think, and only probably managed to get a five or six games a league um, during that two-year period just because rugby is kind of the more dominant um, sport down in Christchurch just before the teams that compared to league. Like, league's not the strongest down there, but um, it was just kind of focusing there and then um, ended up playing in that, that PYC tournament. Um, just... Just the one after COVID. I think there was still no supporters at that time. So, um, yeah, still relatively fresh. And then um, from there, that's when I was approached by the Warriors and that, and um, that opportunity arose. So, um, I just took that from, from there. Man, awesome. Man. Did they shoulder tap you, like, 
Like at, at the ground or do they give you a call back or? Um, well, yeah, I was meant to talk to um one of the recruiters there, but um I think I think they might have left or something like that because I think I was getting changed for too long. But um, <laughs> now nah, then they they just messaged through. Well, I didn't have an agent at the time, so um there was just a bit of communication through my dad who was kind of dealing with um the stuff at the moment, and then um yeah, just like phone calls and stuff like that, just with interest. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Uh, that's good stuff. And um, obviously the first game you guys had was uh, versus the Bunnies over in Sydney. Uh, what was that like, bro? Uh, how were the nerves before that one? Yeah, um, that was a mean game, eh? Um, obviously real close in that. And um, no, nah, I, was, I was real nervous, especially like, because it's a different kind of brand of football when you play those mm-hmm. those Aussie boys, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. They're so fast and the speed of the game compared to New Zealand, um, especially the grassroots here is... Just heaps different, but um, all the boys were real excited, especially some of the boys haven't even been over to Australia yet. So, oh, true, yeah, and then yeah, to go yeah. over to um, Aussie and play over there, especially um, with a big crowd too. All the boys were real excited and loved it, but I was quite nervous, was as you are, and then um, kind of make your first tackle on that, and you kind of ease into the game. But um, I was real excited to play that as well. Um, so it was a mean experience. That was a bloody. Um, I remember that being a bloody hot day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to have. Um, <laughs> They're having like 15 minute water breaks, I think. <laughs> so after the 15 minute mark, something like that, we've got to stop and have water because it was scorching, eh? But yeah. um, boys managed to keep up foot well, so it was mean. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, now, you guys have, uh, in the SG ball team, um, you've got a, a legend of the game in Adam Blair as your coach. Um, you know, what did you learn from him? And, and, you know, did you have to, you know, ever sort of pinch yourself that this was all happening? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Like um, Blair being a like a real good player in the game and stuff like that, it was kind of cool to have him coaching and sharing his experience. Um, him being a front row too, you know, me being a front row as well, um, it was quite easy for him to kind of imply his his knowledge onto um, not just me but the other forwards. So, um, but also him controlling the the full team and stuff like that. So, um, now he was a real good coach and um, helped us boys a lot especially with the boys that haven't really played at a kind of level that issue boys. So, um, yeah, I thought he was um, real good. It would have been harder sometimes to put up for us. He was the, <laughs> real, che- he was the boys real cheeky in there, but um, I could tell he loved it too. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. You were, you were a real mainstay in the pack, um, leading from the front. Um, how How would you describe your playing style and have you ever – modeled your game on any other players um i'm more of just kind of like a crash bash type of player pretty straightforward prop i guess but um i just love being physical and um just getting the ball in my hands running hard that's pretty much um how i play not not anything flashy or anything but just um get the ball and get up get down you know what i mean so um who am i i like watching certain players i don't think i've kind of really like um, compared myself to a player, I guess, or like, but I just like watching certain players, obviously likes of like Payne Haas and that, um, being real damaging ball carrying and stuff like that. But um, also like, you know, your Jake Tavoyevich's and Cam Murray's who just get through the middle and do a lot of work, um, who also aren't like flashy players and that, but you know, vital for their team to um, 
just with the amount of work they carry. So I like watching those those type of players. Yeah. Um, now you and Licker have been uh, elevated to the to the New South Wales Cup team, bro. Um, what's that been like? Uh, taking it to the next level. Nice. No, what you mean? Yeah. Licker's obviously um, he's a freak. He's been carving up Ishi ball since yeah, since game one. So he got elevated early, um, which was all deserved. Um, and yeah, he's been dominating even up there. So um, it's been, it's, yeah, it's been a real good experience especially have Slade, the coach, because he's just so, um, just awesome coach. And um, and Rick as well, um, just with their knowledge and stuff like that again. And um, be, also being around the boys that who mm. are, you know, close to cracking in a row slash yeah. playing in a row. So um, playing around them has been like a massive learning for me. And um, the coach is just um, helping me develop my game just step by step. Um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome, mate. But um, it's pretty crazy just to play against some, you know, some big names in the NRL and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that's been uh, like a real mean experience for me and Licker. How did the How did you and the boys pull up after the the game on the weekend against the Bulldogs? Yeah, um, it was a pretty yeah, it was a real tight game. Obviously, like um, I think we only just scored that last try with about eight minutes to go. Um, but it just shows the boys never give up and stuff like that and kick that that penalty goal just about at the end so um, now it was a real arm wrestle game like it was just set for set the whole game not really well, it was only 14 or you know no, not like a massive score so um, and they had a real good team as well they had um, a lot of NRL boys playing in there so um, yeah for the boys to go out there and um, you know in with a draw it was, um, it was a real good um, game from us, I think. So some of those uh, seasoned uh, big doggies, uh, forwards, bloody, you know, getting stuck into you, bro. And yeah, yeah. You a, a bit of a welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah big boys, eh? But um, just how it goes, I guess. Top one here What's the there. chat like, bro? What, what's the chat like with some of those older boys? They they get into you at all? Oh, not really me. I don't really say anything on the field. I'm not really a big kind of talk smack person, but... Probably saw in the Roosters game, old um, the Lafer and Zion gone out of there. Yeah, there's, there's, there also, there always is, you know, kind of chat here and there, but yeah. I kind of just not really. That's not really me, so I don't want to go yeah. and let your uh, actions do the talking, yeah. brother. <laughs> Especially being like a quite a, you know, I've only played like two games now. I don't want to go out to you know the boys <laughs> that have played in a round. Start talking smack to them. It's not my place. So no, nah, still, still, yeah, still crack up being around it that way, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, funny as, eh? Funny as. Um, so, obviously, SG Ball's under-19s, um, but from next year, um, Warriors have a, a Jersey flag team, yeah. under-21. So, how critical is that going to be, you think, for, for you know, the squad that you guys are in, the SG Ball team, as the guys get older and go through to have that extra extra pathway? You know, it's, it's going to be massive, because eh? especially, um, just looking at it now, I mean, after SG Ball finishes, obviously, there's not much um, else the boys can do besides, you know, just play play um, prem grade here. So um, for the boys next year that play SG Ball and that finishes, you know, it can obviously move to flag, um, which is obviously going to be a main step for them. But um, also gives the boys that are playing flag, you know, like a proper development stage um, to be playing through there and get, you know, really good quality footy. Um, it's going to help the development heaps. And... Um, yeah, just you can just see it this year, like all the boys that are playing 
um, that did play HD ball. Um, they've just gone, most of them besides obviously me and Lekka, um, are just going and playing kind of club footy here. So for them, if there was a flag this year, for them to move on to HG ball, I mean, sorry, flag, um, it just gives them another step um, to develop properly. So it's going to be massive next year, especially for those boys that move up. What's what's the um I guess what's the the sort of turnover like in terms of age? Like, is there going to be a lot of guys um, still in SG Ball for next year as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was actually quite a lot of um boys that are still eligible for SG next year. I think there's about five or six. Oh wow! And this, you know, they um some of the best players. Like obviously, Lekker, he's still in school. Um, got Seal Kali in that who was still in school too. Um, Kalis, Rodney, all those boys that can um play again but um, I think the club will try push some of those boys up to Jersey Flag just to you know fast track development and um, get them ready now um, but what's the uh, what's the move been like for you bro like going from Christchurch to uh, to Auckland how's that adjustment yeah it was um obviously pretty scary at first because um, I'm staying in the Warriors house now which has been mean for me um, just connecting with other boys and um, having that support around me and um but when I first moved, I was staying out in Devonport, just kind of in like a little flat by myself. Um, I had some real good support there for Lady Pip and that. Um, that helped me a lot and still do help me. So that was good. But um, yeah, it's it's a big step, eh? Like Crushers isn't um, you know, nearly as big as Auckland. That. The traffic still um, annoys me, eh? I uh, <laughs> don't really get that in Crushers. But um, no, nah, I've settled now. So it's... Um, it's hard, obviously, like missing family and that, but um, you know you gotta do what you could do. So they're yeah, always cool. there supporting me in that. So um, just here for a reason. So I'm gonna take it. So you're in a, a what a, a, the Warriors' house? Did you say? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the what's the setup there, right? How many of you in there? Um, so there's four of us staying here at the moment, and there's just uh, James and then Anita, who are the house parents, who just kind of look after us. And um, there's me. Um, ben Farr, who's development at the moment, um, Sangele, who's trainer trial, and um, TP, who's um, a young fella, 16-year-old, still going through school. Um, they just oh. moved from Hamilton, so he's staying here while he just develops and goes through school. So, yeah, just four of us. Who's the uh, who's the chef out of you boys? Oh, we don't do too much cooking, eh? Hey, um, <laughs> um, James is a mean-ass cook and um, cooks us dinner and that, so it's awesome coming back from training and that. Um, you know, when you're tired and stuff and... Um, you know, having a nice home-cooked meal there for us. So that's been mean for us. Yeah, that's cool, man. So it's been, it has been quite a long, for yourself, uh, pretty long season already. Um, you've been playing since, what, early Feb, is that right? Yeah, I think early Feb, something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess how it must be so vital to have that kind of support when, you you know, you, you just sort of going through, and, and especially when you got, you know, away games as well, you have to travel there and back. It must take a bit of a toll on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like exciting going to um, Australia and being around the boys, having a good time in that too. But yeah, it kind of does take it out of you sometimes when you're um, traveling, you know, back and forth every week. So um, no, it's awesome to have the support behind us here at the house. And uh, any of the any of the boys you um, like uh, PlayStation or table tennis or any uh, any guns of that? Ah, uh, yeah, Benny, Benny and TP got. Um, I think TP's got a PS Five, and Benny's got a PS4. I got a PS4 too, but I haven't set it up yet. Still need um, yeah, I need to buy my own TV. So, um, <laughs> some somewhere there. But 
I think the boys just watch movies and that. I don't think there's... Oh, Benny likes to play a bit of Fortnite and that, I think. I always hear him yelling and shit, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not, not too much, eh, but... Oh, bro, nice. Now, a couple, couple cheeky questions, bro, that we ask. So we ask... Sometimes we ask... We had uh, Freddie Lussick on at the start of the season as well. So we always want to kind of get a sense of who's who's who in the zoo as well, bro. So if you think about the the cup team at the moment, who's who do you think the biggest grub man? Oh. Who's the biggest cheeky fella? <laughs> Maybe the wannabe Jazz Tavanga. Oh, um, it's secret safe here, bro. It's a safe place. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, I don't know, hey, um, grub or just Nukuro trickster, the fellow who's always up to mischief. <laughs> um. Uh, off the field, probably probably Lecker. He's always doing something not good, eh? But <laughs> yeah, no, he's crack up. Um, on the field, I don't know. There hasn't been too much like um, that stuff going on. Off the field's good, brother. Off the field's yeah. good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the real characters come out, eh? So we've got Lecker for that um, choice. Um, who's the follow? And you're going to get a feed, and they never got their wallet, bro. Never got any money. Oh, can I? Can I? Oh, can I? I saw you. I saw you next week. Never. Bro, um, Especially living with our Sangele. <laughs> he's always asking Benny to shout him. Um, one time we're about to go to the movies and he's like, oh, I'll only come if you buy me breakfast, day." Eh? But, um, I was Benny, Benny's probably on the better contract, day. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you're saying, hey, bro, surely, look how much money you got. But... <laughs> oh, nice, bro, nice, bro. And we did this with Freddie, actually. We are trying to figure out pound for pound who's this kind of strongest strongest so they were talking about the nrl squad as well and we just thought because he's a little fella um but he plays with a bit of heart eh so in the gym bro throwing the tin around who who you reckon's pound for pound got the got the award there for the strength strongest guy oh um you can name yourself too, <laughs> though, you know no no um jeez oh well like a player when i was in preseason that was there he's he's not there at the moment um nella um he was Oh, he he surprised me. He was with his strength, eh? Like, um, yeah. I think he's doing pull-ups of like sixty, seventy kgs on him. But that was crazy. Wow. And um, Oof. but probably from from Ishibu, um, or, uh, I don't actually know. Eh? Um, I will give that one to you, brother. <laughs> Come on, we'll give that one to you. <laughs> Gotta be you. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we did with uh, that was the rule eh, with Freddie when uh, Freddie couldn't yep. name anyone um, with the old missing wallet trick. So. He couldn't oh. think of anyone's so like, oh, if you can't find anyone, you, bro. <laughs> uh, and last one I got, bro, last one I got is that, you know, who's always the cleanest fella at training, you know? Ooh, you know, <laughs> wet, wet conditions. Oh, didn't like you made a tackle. Didn't look like you got dirty with the rest of us. Yeah, um, <sighs> probably Ben Penny doesn't like getting dirty. <laughs> <laughs> fun row. sweet right trying to stay oh, trying to stay out on. of the mud but yeah. he's complaining his shorts are wearing oh, that one ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough brother fair enough yeah oh, cool sweet. man I won't ask you any more monkey tune <laughs> sweet ass <laughs> now bro you uh, you boys got the, the bye week coming up so um What's the uh, you know what's the go there? Any uh, any liberties? You get to go on fishing trips or play golf? Yeah, so you? I think most of the boys. Oh, well, Benny and Sangley from the house is still an Aussie, so um, got to got to Thursday off. So um, I think there's a lot of boys that are still an Aussie and they'll come back later in the week, obviously. Um, but for likes of myself and stuff like that, I'll probably just go play um, from Point Shiv on the weekend, 
just play local club footy um, just to get my minutes and that up and get some nice. game game time so that's for me but yeah most of the boys probably just out um, doing their own things obviously I'm still an Aussie and boys flying around here just got half a week off so I'll be enjoying it oh I've got one more question one more question <laughs> Cheat meal, bro. After a good oh. win, when you're allowed a cheat meal, oh, what are you? What are you dining out on, brother? Bro, I'll go. I'll go like Max. I'll go stop it at KFC, get some stuff there. I'll go to Macca's next. <laughs> and I'll get. Oh. I'll get some chocolate after and just lay it all down the table. Just pick from that day and then have my dessert. Just a whole block of chocolate, probably. <laughs> oh yes. I'll get a real yes, bad sweet tooth face. I'm always any opportunity I can get. <laughs> You do the mahi, eh? get the yeah, treats, bro. man. That's it, bro. What was what flavor uh, king size? I'm real indecisive. I'll I'll change um just about every time I get one, but safest option probably probably um Black Forest Day. Eh? Can't go wrong there. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, good man. That's and just good. for you listeners, there, uh, Tanner is a professional. <laughs> okay, so he he's doing the mahi to get the treats. Us bums, <laughs> no. okay. Yeah, most of us are in our forties, bro. So we're getting old. So we can, we're not allowed to do that. Yeah. See, we, we we try to do the money, but we, we can't do it anymore. <laughs> Something breaks or <laughs> falls apart. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Um, but nah. Anyways, uh, bro, that's that's awesome, bro. Um, but you got any more any more questions? No, nah, we'll let you go, brother, because it's uh, getting on, man, and you know you've got to do some mahi uh, this week. But awesome, awesome, uh, you know, season so far, bro. So keep it up. Last week, appreciate you guys having me. Eh? Awesome, bro. Thanks again. We'll, uh, we'll 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 follow you with interest, and um, bro, don't, don't be shy as well. Jump on the group and bloody throw out some uh, you know some heat seeking uh, statements <laughs> or questions at us. No, hundred percent. No, thank you guys. That man. Oh, he was cool, man. Really mature, eh, for his age. Yeah, grounded, like, mature, bro. Obviously, yeah. captain to see something in him. So I think he he's going to go places, bro. Yeah, I reckon. Um, hopefully, those places are all around. Uh, what is it now? Go Media Stadium. Go Media Smart? Stadium. The... Go Media Stadium. I was like, yeah, cool. Um, good news. Good news about the sponsor as well. Um, yes. Yeah. More cash. Need more sponsors. As do we. <laughs> speaking of which, um, speaking of money, that is, uh, Greg uh, Greg Spencer's got the money for us. This is uh, the expense account for this week um, in Isaac's absence. Ching, 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 ching. So I'm gonna give this a go and um, see how we see how we go because I haven't rehearsed this at all. Um, now, Adam Fanor Blake had never scored in consecutive matches throughout his first 161 NRL games but he's now achieved that twice in the space of four games okay all right i like that um now uh, another hyphen name um dallin martinez lesniak's try last weekend continue to trend where a player from either side when wearing the number two jersey hasn't failed to score in warriors versus bulldogs games since 2017 so that okay that's good to know so number two jersey, and either the Bulldogs or the Warriors, since 2017, they've scored a try every time those game uh, teams have met. So, if we're thinking long game, uh, we've already played the Dogs what, twice this year, so unless we run into them in finals, um, just remember that for 2024, for your multis Ooh. or 
Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, put a, Thank you, Greg. Any try. Clean us start some, yeah. He start capitalising on this, yeah, <laughs> on this info he's given us. Um, now, after eleven rounds, the Warriors have conceded seventy-seven less points than at the same stage in twenty twenty-two. Okay, I also read that we've got the same number of wins so far that we had all of last year. That's, yes, is that right? We would have had like um, six wins and like two draws, and we would have. Uh, I'll just check the. Do we really need to check that? Yeah, we'll check it. Do we have to relive that shit? <laughs> Later. I'll tell you exactly. Yeah, we had 14 competition points last year. Right, okay. So just one draw. There's a one draw. That's grim. Because there's more buys this year, right? So. Yes, yeah. yes, there's three buys because there's 27 rounds. Yeah, okay. Um, so just so you know, eighty a uh, thirty points was the Raiders made the top eight last year. Add okay. three more games, so you could probably say you need at least thirty-four. Oh, you got the buys. Uh, it's going to be confusing. It's going to be way more. Could be up to like the thirty-eights. Perhaps get it. Yeah. Well, if you win over half your games, which we're sitting at the moment, six and five, then if we just stay ahead of that, then we're we're a twenty-four shot. games. Eh? Twenty-four games we play. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, the, the last factoid is uh, Dallin Martinez-Zelizniak uh, was also the club's top try scorer in 2022 with nine tries that had him finishing 46th equal amongst the NRL. Um, currently, uh, Edward Cossey and Adam Fanua-Blake are sitting tied for 26th spot with their five tries. And Wade Egan is sitting 42nd equal with his four. So, yeah, okay. All right. We'll so basically um... saying we're having a lot better season than last year. So <laughs> Thanks, Greg. In a, in a short sentence, yes, that's, uh, that's the expense account for... Uh, for well, the data, the data highlights exactly Ooh. why. Data-driven. Insights. We're a, we're a data-driven insights podcast. <laughs> we are. And then we're going to do an AI version. <laughs> well, we are when we... Is this real? Expense. Is this actually real? Is this the real Thanks, life? Thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Uh, now, speaking of um, some less scientific uh, views uh, around the game, Porter, have you got us lined up with a delicious, tasty, nutritious NRL wrap? A wrap? What's in your? What's in your? Just why talk before I talk wrap? What's in your go-to wrap? If you had to make a go-to wrap, oh. as well, four ingredients max. Four max, okay. Um, Got to have crispy chicken. Um, sheesh, that gives me three more. Uh, can, can it be three more plus sauces? Uh, yes. Okay, all right. Two sauces max. Two sauces max, okay. <laughs> uh, Got to have a lettuce. Yes. Um, maybe... Tomato, probably some okay. red onion. Oh yes, yes please. Um, now down to the sauces. Oh, I mean that matters what I feel like. I mean, I'm gonna say probably something like a a mix of a mayo and a barbecue sauce. Okay, nice. What nice. do you think, <laughs> Oh, um, I'm gonna go for the vegetarian option. Uh, just just to 
yeah, mix it up a bit. Um, love a baby cos lettuce in there. Mm. Uh, I love some form of I love a hummus actually in there. Ooh, yeah, for that moisture uh, yeah. as well. Love me some red onion, and mm-hmm. then just probably depending on the uh, just a cheese option in there as well. Yeah, um, love the crunch. Uh, love the yeah, love the onion as well. I have heaps yeah. of red, raw red onion. Would you be allowed to um, pickle the onion? <laughs> Oh, yeah, even yet, if you can do that. I've been threatening to do that for a while, but I just can't be fucked. But yes, yeah. <laughs> give me the pickle red onions. It's, it's a good lift, eh? Man, oh, man. I remember um, growing up, my old man was massive on those pickled onions. Mm. Had them mm. like cheese and crackers in it, and I never oh, understood. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? And now I'm like, mm. yes, yes, I get it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. <laughs> Uh, let's wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Um, uh, Storm get the Broncos amid ref chaos as well. So right in the mix of, um, you know, the storm that we created in terms of uh, refing decisions. Yeah, there were a bunch of uh, uh, controversial calls as well. Uh, how were controversial did you think they were? I didn't think they were, to be honest. Um, Not in the context uh, of the season, right, eh? And how they've refed it. Nah, uh, I mean, uh, the Carrigan's hip drop, uh, I mean, that was, uh, it's it's silly, but based on how they've been calling it, it's like, well, I, I just felt sorry for him because it seemed like he'd made an extra effort to slide down the legs a bit more to, you know, to make the tackle, but say la vie. Um, the Reese Walsh strip um, try, that was, I thought that was the right call, close, but the right call. Mm. Um, there was what a storm tried disallowed because of uh, Xavier Coates had like um, I think maybe one big toe offside. Hundred percent, we get caught on that. So stuff you guys. Um, and then that one, probably that hard luck one was that um, Coates try where he ran away um, after Olam had been hit in the face mm. trying to make the tackle. But to be fair, like when you watch it and play, it just. A hundred times out of a hundred, looked like it was you know a knock on. So it was like, well, mm. I couldn't blame old poor old Red the ref. I actually like that ref. <laughs> poor, yes. Red. Um, poor Red. So yeah, I, I was looking at this thinking, you know, I know there's, I know there was a couple of fights in that throughout as well, which I didn't catch. But from what I saw, I, I didn't really see a hell of a lot of issues with it. Can um, I just give a massive shout out to Dan Ganane? <laughs> he is fast becoming our favourite commentator. Um, especially for Mick Penis, um, trying to to squash the kind of um, the open hand slap that was going on in that game mm. as well. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Warriors fans will blow up here. Mm. It's like, damn fucking straight we would because it's exactly what's happened as well. So, That's right. You know, at least someone's got our back. Yeah, exactly. The old Sifakula applying moisturizer to, to the chin. Um <laughs> But what I've ascertained is that if it's in a melee like that, you can't do that. But if it's just Latrell Mitchell trying to play the ball, he's allowed to smash in the face, open hand, because mm. he's just allowed. To, he's to I mean, it. to be fair, he was just trying to get up to play the ball, and knowing Melbourne, like they just seem to drive you to that sort of that point of madness because they don't get penalised as much as they should do. True. And Harry Grant was True. just draped around him. Latrell was already standing up. And it was just like, get out of his way or he's going he's gonna to give you the mitt. <laughs> <laughs> the mitty. Um, 
can I just say, like, can I just give everyone a bit of a context of how well we're playing? Um, we we contain the the Panthers reasonably well on a hot track as well, and not at home. But you know, we we actually handled what they could throw at us. We didn't have enough firepower for various reasons to to fight back as well. Um, and they just tore the Roosters a new one, absolute new one. How did you see that, man? Yeah, that was. Uh, I was thinking that when I was watching it. It's just, I, I just look at the Roosters. I'm thinking, what is going on here? Um, pre-season, they were the you know the team. Everyone was picking them to go top spot. New um, new recruits and, and and everyone looking good. But um, I have no idea. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. Um, Robo is a great coach. Uh, something's just something's not clicking. Um, and you know it probably will at some point, but at, at at this point you don't expect to see the, you know the roosters getting eaten like that. Um, so um, can I just say that. Scott Sorensen's fantasy points for a man that doesn't get selected that much in fantasy was off the Richter, maybe mm. ninety four, I think yeah. he ended up on, and it was like fifty five by half time. Yeah, who's who's going to be picking him up? Has anyone got him in our league? I don't know. I've I actually going to try to get help. him in there. I need some help in that league. I'm, I'm in strife. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing all right. I'm. Uh, yeah, you're sitting nine on the trot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how random. I don't know. How. <laughs> it's fucking random. But I love that. that's what I love about that one. It's random. Um, Bunny's too classy for the Tigers. Uh, Tigers are gallant, mm. weren't they? Um, and Bunny's just sprinkled a little bit of that trail magic, mic'd up magic, magic mic. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the greatest game to watch, was it? I mean, I didn't watch too much of it because I was like 8-0. Well, 8-0 into the last 10 minutes. Mm. Um, and they just got the job done. So I think everyone's saying that they have in the past have been criticised for only being able to win big and, and lose games like that. Mm. But they defensively just, you know. I mean, look, Tigers aren't throwing a thousand things at you, are they? But, you know. Mm. Um, Luke, job done. Luke Brooks didn't see his. Uh, I've been calling for a double round for the past few weeks. Yeah, and he had the opportunity. It wasn't a traditional one because it would have been passed, and then he would have passed it back to the same side where the guy was. But um, that uh, Jareem Mbulla, man, he looks like a good player, bro. I'm like, I'm mm. excited for what I um, see from him. Um, mm. There's quite a few of those Tigers players who are looking pretty, um, pretty good young prospects. So, um, yeah, my uh, needless to say. My workmate Tim, uh, he wasn't wearing the full orange ensemble um, this morning, which was a shame. He said he would. It's pretty have offensive, isn't it? Really, when you think about it. Like the colours are just a bit meh. Oh, I, lo- I love the colours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love orange. <laughs> I said the orange and the black. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe we must say about the Warriors, Warriors colours as well. But yeah. Hey, also, um, just on Warriors colours, the old um, throwback jersey brought in. Silver and black. Oh, baby. Oh, how so good, good is that? Yeah. yeah, it all got snapped up, apparently, eh? Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, now it's all of the bootleg ones on AliExpress or whatever. Everyone's oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be fooled, um, people. We'll whip through the, the Remainers. Uh, Cowboys smacked the Dragons. Apparently, Cowboys went flash to the Dragons. It's just mud. Um, and apparently, it was just, uh, the officials from the Dragons just weren't around 
to 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 give or uh, well, to celebrate Ben Hunt's three hundredth game. Just probably just sums up how the Dragons are going. Uh, Raiders, they just keep on keeping on. Um, again, Dan Ganane's commentary from you know just upholding the hand slap because uh, Big Red comes flying in, <laughs> giving Maddo a, uh, a you know an open hand punch, open hand, uh, bit of a uh, bit of a tap. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the Raiders get a job. They've got a big four pack. Mm. Um, yeah, do they scare me? Nah, but they are a hard team to beat. Mm. I'm not actually scared of anyone. Nah, fuck you. I'm not scared of bunnies, man. Bunnies. <laughs> bunnies. Uh, scared of bunnies. Um, That's a fair point. <laughs> and look, you know, true to form, every year's origin springs around, Kalen Ponga just sort of shows why he's the $1.4 million man. Right. He was, fuck, he was good, eh? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was real good to be sitting on my fantasy bench. Yeah, he was real good. <laughs> oh, what did he score? You got like uh, about sixty-two or something like that. Um, so not not crazy, well. but like I'd it looked on, better than sixty-two, didn't it? It did. It did. Um, but like I'd had him, and he got like nine points the previous week. So I was like, oh, he had the worst game. I well, no, the worst game anyone ever had is ever had in the NRL. Those yeah. old mate fold some clothes. <laughs> Kane Evans. From what was that two seasons ago? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. The that was the worst game that anyone's ever had in the NRL. <laughs> uh, but Kalen had a poor game and man the fans were they weren't happy. So he's mm. I think he repaid the faith. Well, I mean it's it's funny as well because I think Knights fans are at a point where I I feel like there's a, a decent section of them. Who actually won't really be celebrating the fact that he went out and had a massive performance? It's like, um, uh, sure, if he could back it up a bit more often. Uh, and to be fair, I mean, this year as well, he needed to be on the field to be able to do that. So, um, but I know that there's a lot of frustration with um, how he, you know, may or may not perform on any given week. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they've just been travelling reasonably well. Obviously, they beat us and they had a couple of good wins as well with grafting grafting mm. type players as well but um but maybe just talks a little bit about the the titans flimsy defense uh, as well but uh david fafita hey he's also playing himself into Ooh. some origin form which is really good actually because um he's such a big man explosive eh? you just start to see a big man terrorize people eh? oh yeah he's a freak like he, he does things that no other second row is going to do um, and yeah, I, I find it still, in a, in a way, I find it still a little bit sad that the Broncos lost the Ford pack with, um, Haas, Carrigan, and they, you know, they lost Fifita among other guys as well, but you just think about what that team could have done far out. It's like the, the yep. dynasty that never happened. Exactly. And then the last but not least, it wasn't the greatest game in the world. Uh, well, it got quite interesting towards the end, but, um... Sharks again. Well, Sharks get the win, not convincingly, because the best actually Manly actually came back in that game. You know, as I said, don't believe the hype because I think Manly are not, you know, what they should be. Um, and Tommy Turbo, I, uh, 
he's, he needs like two seasons out to fix himself, eh? Like, eh? Although he showed a lot of intent and he showed a, a willingness to get into the game. But, eh, you know, I guess everyone's just, just dining out. Was it 2020 mm. when he just absolutely was un- unplayable, eh? He was untouchable. He was video game mode. Just create a player. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, why aren't you doing that? And he's like, well, I mean, shit. <laughs> anyone, can anyone do that? Like, I don't even know if a creator player could do that anymore. But, um, yeah. Um, do you reckon he plays Origin? I don't, actually. I don't think he'll play Origin. Um, he might feature an Origin later in the series, but um, maybe not. But also, New South Wales have a, a known and notorious of not picking the right team at the start <laughs> of Origin. Mm. And they picked the right team in game two, and then they failed to pick the right team in game three. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And then, they, uh, and they pull out that latest, um, what's that latest sledge that New South Wales don't know origin or something like that? It's funny, eh? Because I used to, I mean, you and I, we're, we're blues through and through, eh? But, you know, like I actually resonate more with the way the Queensland have the grit and the termination, but I just can't go there anymore. I just yes. can't. Yeah. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> Now my colours to the flag. Yeah. Bleed blue. Javel colours. Javel. You know. See old Javel's going well too in the, the rugby this year. They're doing very, very, very well. The Hawks as yeah. well. Yeah. Really, really I'll cool. send you the team song that uh, went round a couple of weeks ago starring a one Andrew Fadakuda as uh, well. Getting yeah, right. getting quite excited as well. It's very it's very you know, team songs for wins, you know, it's very important, right? You've got a team song, so Yeah, cool. Um but yeah. Yeah, back in the boys. Yeah, cool. Well, we've uh, we've just gone way way off topic, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's been fun. It has been fun. Um, Great times. I suppose we should probably jump. We've got no game to look forward to next week uh, from the Warriors' perspective. That is, um, there may be some other stuff happening which we'll probably <laughs> we'll use to fill the time. It's starting to be like that old um, Pablo Escobar meme. <laughs> You're waiting for the next Warriors game, like. So there is a few things circling, and I know they're just murmurs, but there's a very strong, on a, on a, a rival codes uh, equivalent of NRL 360. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what they call it these days. Um, but real strong chat that um, the Blues just might end it with Roger, and Roger might end it with the Blues um, to make himself available mm. for the Warriors. Can, so, can they um, pay freight? How does that work? Cross code. Well, it depends. I mean, look, I don't think it's. I think it's different currency. But perhaps, um, look, you know, Rogers, you know, he's got a bit of cash anyway. Um, I'm sure there's there's a, definitely there's a spot in the thirty. I'm sure they can just, you know, sign him up. Yeah, I mean, look, if it's going well, the season's going well. How how good would like ten rounds to go? Would it be to have a or eight rounds to go to have a a one? RTS come back into into the squad, so oh, right. you know. I mean, he could do that or not get picked for the Blues. To be, my understanding is back down the picking order again because they've got a couple of guys like Jack Goodhue and mm. um, uh, Braden Enor coming back into form. Sorry, wrong code, wrong code, but um, <laughs> yeah, but there's a context. Signs, there is a context. So. There's context. The signs are like. You know, I mean, you can compare it. They were one of the comparison they were talking about. Um, just how poor rugby is going as a product is. Um, they had Canberra. The Raiders played, and it was pretty pretty chocker. 
on a cold Saturday night. Sunday afternoon, they had the Brumbies play against the Highlanders. It's fucking empty. That's, yeah. It's depressing. It's, it's, it's really sad. Um, I'm not one of those people who, um, you know, is, is reveling in the demise of rugby. I'm just like, bro, like... They, they need to sort a lot of stuff out. They just managed over just a long period of time. They've just, they've just ruined it. But yeah, If you've got Wayne Smith turning <laughs> off at halftime, you know, one of the professors of the game. But anyway, I think the, the NRL just has, has a great product. And I think there's a real, real good opportunity that NRL wanted to is to kind of push for that second team here. Mm. <gasps> so what's, what's the... <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Um... <laughs> What's the, in the RTS thing? Yeah. If, well, what, what point can we get to? Like, will we get to say week 16, 18, maybe? And we, we think about it. So the Super Rugby season, where they've got a couple more rounds before they go into playoffs. Okay. And then they'll, then they'll be picking, like, are they doing June tests? And they'll be doing June tests as well. So... It depends whether he hangs around to get to the World Cup naming or mm. if he's going to have pretty strong mail that you're not really going to be required even, you know, you're behind seven or eight midfielders, perhaps. Then so the decision's there. I mean, but you never know. Like they say in Origin, they don't pick the team three weeks before Origin. You know, they pick the team right up until the last games of the round. Mm. Because yep. you just never know who's going to be there. So, and there's been a history of midfielders breaking down. Um, a bunch of them are coming back from injury as well. So, mm. so yeah, it's all up in the air. But look, I think if um, if a few things don't go his way in the 15 man game, how nice would it be just to slip mm. back in if uh, and help them push for a for a top eight? Yeah. How about how about this week 18 New South Wales Cup? You see, Jazz Tavanga making his return and a guy named Roger playing on the wing there you go how, how would that be for her <laughs> that'd be great that'd be, and we also shout out the fact that Mitch Barnett's coming back yes see Mitch you soon Mitch Barnett is coming oh. back see you soon oh I can't wait can't wait um, yeah it's good it's good to feel like the tide is finally coming back in at least it feels like it anyway I probably shouldn't have said that and might have just jinxed it anyways <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, we've 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 done all right, bro. We've done all right. Short-handed, but we've done all good. Um, this will be Warriors Anonymous. Check us out on uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and we've also got um, uh, what are we on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, blah blah blah, podcasts, whatever. And occasionally um, we try to go live on Facebook until they oh, ban us. Yeah, we need a. We're gonna try and crack that nut at some point, um, and we will. At some stage. <laughs> at some stage. We'll, we'll, give, we'll give it a crack anyway. Um, thanks very much as well for uh, Tanner Stalwell Smith giving his time tonight. The man. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome young man. Um, and uh, yeah, really going places. So I still don't know why he's talking to us. But anyways, no. Nah. Uh, Daniel Fadakata, bro, thanks for joining us. Thanks, brothers. Thank you. We'll go, uh, go track down some um, sauce boys next week. My name is Jerry Cronin. <laughs> this has been Warriors Anonymous. We'll see you uh, next week, bye week. I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll do something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, we'll catch you next week. Go! Go, the Warriors! Yeah.